0: Good evening and hope you had an awesome day. So I got to be honest, the hardest thing about spending the next five or six days talking about Pesach is that it's only five or six days. I mean, think about it. We're about to retell the awesome story of our people, the miraculous nature of our Exodus, talk about the ultimate reason why God chose and freed us, why he loves us and we should love him. We're gonna talk about the symbolism of matzah, why we must lean, and what the song of Who Knows One is supposed to teach us. And on top of that, we're gonna share historical accounts of how this story was successfully transmitted over thirty three hundred years of history, perhaps even sharing first hand accounts of our parents or grandparents who sacrificed so much to celebrate Pesach during the Gehenna of the Holocaust. And I've got to say, yep, no problem. Just give me five or six days, you know, three to four minute posts and we'll be all good. I could wrap it up in under a half hour. That's kind of challenging. I mean, actually, it's kind of ludicrous. So how do we choose what to focus on? So I think we're choosing to focus on bigger ideas that are inspired by the wise words of the Haggadah that we can unlock and that we can then go ahead and apply to our lives. One of those lines comes in the paragraph right after the Manishtana, the four questions. Right after the questions are asked, we have a paragraph that provides the answer for why we celebrate Pesach. And it basically says, we were slaved, Avodim Ayinu, Hashem miraculously saved us, and if He had not, there was no way we were ever getting out of there as a people or even alive. That's it in a nutshell. So just make sure to pass that awesome story on year after year. And then it comes and adds one more crucial line, v'chol mitzrayim which translates as, and the more one talks about the story of Exodus, behold, they are praiseworthy. You know, why is it so praiseworthy to go on and on about this story? If I can fulfill my obligation by doing the bare minimum, why wouldn't I just do that? So I want to share a beautiful explanation with you. See, some people could wrap up the Passover Seder in a half hour. While others could keep going for hours, and in fact, like the story of the rabbis who kept going until sunrise the next day. So what's the difference? Not the story itself. The difference lies in the connection that each person has to the story and their appreciation and understanding of the important lessons that they can learn from it. Each person will have a different perspective on the story, which will impact how long they want to spend talking about it. See, when a person is able to talk a lot about something, it doesn't change or even reflect on the thing they're discussing, but the listener will definitely learn more about the person talking about it. If someone wants to talk to me about cars, I'd say, "Yep, cars, they have steering wheels, doors, windows, thingamajigs, engines, brakes, and of course, Bluetooth. But then if you speak to someone who loves cars, they'd say, Lipner, Lipner, come on, that's so basic. There's so much more detail and some awesome features that cars have. You really don't understand even the first thing about cars. Does that change the car that we're discussing? Not at all. It just tells you who really understands and cares enough about cars to research all the ins and outs. Whether a person talks for five minutes about Star Trek or can carry on for years as a Trekkie will tell us more about what the person cares about than the show. Along the same lines, I think we all remember hearing that while we call snow, snow, Eskimos have something like 30 different words for it depending on the type. The most I have is fluffy snow and packing snow. But if you really care about snowflakes, you can talk about it for hours. The same is true with regards to the awesome story of Pesach and the destiny of the Jewish people. If someone can say, hey, we were in Egypt and got out, let's eat. That would fulfill the description of what we're commemorating. But a person who really cares about our past and deeply aspires to be the agent of change in our future will delve into the story and see all the facets and beautiful lessons and realize that just as with cars, snowflakes, or even Star Trek, there is always so much more one can explore. And thus, as we read that one-line answer of what Pesach is commemorating, basically we were slaves and God freed us, the author of the agora then says, challenges us, and says, okay, that is what it's all about on one foot. But those who really care, who explore their identity, who value their Jewish calling, the more they speak about it, the more we see how committed and praiseworthy they are. How do you talk longer about it? You keep learning more into it. History doesn't change but who we are now and in the future should constantly be growing, evolving, and becoming more praiseworthy. Wouldn't it be great if each year we saw ourselves having more and more to share as we learn more and more about the depth and relevance of this awesome story and become part of its unfolding history. And on that note, wishing you a wonderful night, and I look forward to seeing you tomorrow.